guys, welcome back to another episode of Brothers After Dark. We got a special guest today, Crazy Eight the Great. What's going on, man? What's happening, man? I am glad to be here, bro. Thanks for having me. Man. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, where are you from? I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Oh yeah. So you, you grew up there? Yeah. Born yeah. and raised. Born and raised. All right. How is it like in, in like high school and life? <laughs> Uh, school life was, was complicated. I guess it's like I got bullied majority of uh, yeah. my school life, you know. Um, it wasn't until, you know, I really found myself coming to my own and shit like that. So, like, like after graduation, um, a lot of shit happened in between there, you know. Um, almost lost my life a few times uh, due to bullying. And from, I'm talking about, like, from earliest second grade to, you know, to, to coming up like it was yeah, it was tough but uh i'm a survivor i'm here i made it you know like it, you know y'all doom and gloom there is an upside to this you know i'm still alive and that allows me to do the shit that i'm doing today you know all right cool so now we're gonna get right into the music so can right. we can we start from the beginning to before crazy eight the great where where did you start and then leading up to dropping your music, your album you dropped uh, yesterday. Um, I mean, I, shit, I've always been like a like an honors writer in school, but it wasn't until like I want to say what sophomore, no freshman year, about freshman year of high school, I met a dude who said he was a rapper. You know, you didn't at that time. I didn't like hear nobody that did it you know outside of you being famous or some shit like that so um at that point like he somehow wrote me into like writing rhymes with him and shit you know what i mean and uh we got real cool and then um he transferred before um going into the next year so my 10th grade year i had i like picked up this hobby of just like writing rhymes and stuff so my 10th grade year i met a dude named dre um, he still raps to this day. BZ Amarelli is his name now. But um, back then, we was in like biology class, and I seen him look writing something that looked like a song or whatever. So you know, this nerdy kid walk up to him like, "What you doing over there?" And he like, "Oh, I'm writing a song." And I'm like, "Oh, I do that too." And he like, "Man, what? You don't do that? Like, no, I'm serious? Like, I, I do that too." So I go over to my boot bag, pull out this big Spider-Man folder full of rhymes, and uh, we ended up getting cool. So I had this hustle um, where I used to type up people's papers and reports so I could go buy whatever I wanted to go buy or whatever. And um, at okay. the time, I was like, I think Eminem put out Encore. Um, and I needed every M album in existence. So at this time, I was like, yo, I'll type up your report if you get this Encore album from me. So Dre ended up coming to the house to pick up his report to drop off the CD. We ended up playing Halo 2 on my Xbox. I ended up like demolishing this guy. And we had, uh, I had like instrumentals. <laughs> I had instrumentals on uh, on my Xbox saved onto the hard drive or whatever. And he asked me, like, you got some beats? So I'm like, yeah. So, you know, we playing or whatever. He's like, let's freestyle. And I'm like, okay. And so we start freestyling. And then he hit me like, yo, you like way rap better than me. And I'm like, man, shut up. Like, you ain't got to like pump my head up. <laughs> and so he's like, no, I'm serious. He was like, man, I got this rap group, man. You want to be a part of my rap group? And I'm like, 
but shit, I ain't got no friends right now. All right, cool. I joined your <laughs> rap group. So I joined the rap group, man, and this was, uh, yeah, this was 10th grade year. And kind of the rest is history, man. Like, I went, you know, I've done a lot of, I've had a record deal before, lost a record deal. Well, actually, nice. I had to part ways um, due to just, just messiness going on with the company. I had to, you know what I'm saying? I went through a lot of drama, man, um, to get out of that. Um, I've gone to win national competitions. I've won competitions in Toronto, Canada. I've won uh jack daniels freestyle competitions um i'm a seven-time uh award winner here in the state of ohio for best live performance and lyricism of the year um i've performed at the rock and roll hall of fame i've i've done a lot of things along the way up uh i've been co-signed by crooked eye from slaughterhouse um that's one of one of my guys um I've opened up for Royce the Five Nine. I've opened up for various, you know what I'm saying, various people uh, right. over the course of time. So that's what's up. Doing all that and, you know, just trying to, I guess, still get my foot in and find out where I'm at. I got more comfortable putting more anime, nerd reference, comic book references in bars and stuff like that to the point where I was on stage performing in a cape. And, um, it went over, it, it didn't go over well at first. Like, people would like to laugh and heckle and boo and stuff like that. But when, the, like, the song comes on, I get to perform it. I pretty much earned everybody's respect in my cape. Yeah. And I kind of just started taking that forward. And, um, yeah, man, for the past the past two years, like, I dropped uh, my, my hit single off the album, Ultra Instinct, Goku's Anthem. Um, I dropped that in 2018, right after Dragon Ball Super ended. And um, I only did it because I'm a, just a huge Dragon Ball fan, and I didn't yeah. know that you know the Broly movie was gonna come out. I didn't know nothing about none of that stuff down the pipeline. So I'm thinking Dragon Ball about to go away, and we just got it back. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, as a fan, I don't want Dragon Ball to end. I'm gonna put this song out. So I put Ultra Instinct out. It started going crazy, and then that's when I knew like I needed to do an album. And yeah. Then two years after that, man, here we are. I listened to a couple of your, 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 your tracks, and um, they're fire, bro. They're, they're pretty Thank lit. You. Yeah, I like them. I like them. Um, so now that you have the album and you dropped it, can you talk about the process of putting it all together, packaging it up, and advertising it, and getting the release? Man. <laughs> <laughs> the hard question. Man. Uh, nah, man. Um, like I said, it just it really all started with me and my best friend. My best friend was living with me at the time yeah. um, when we first started the album. So it was me and him on the couch watching anime and me getting inspired to, to sample different themes and stuff. Like, you know, ain't nobody made a, a, a dope hip-hop record out of that. Like, ain't nobody did this. Ain't nobody did that. And um, when we sat down, I had started being so known for doing freestyle content and just throwing bars out and stuff like that. And my best friend was like, yo, if we're going to do an album, let it really be an album. Yeah. Let it tell a story. Let it have content. Let it have some mm. depth. Um, let it mean something when it come out. You know what I'm saying? So that put me in the mindset of trying to give you guys a, a, a movie, but audibly. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was, that was my whole point. And... Things just kind of started, you know, falling into place when the when the music was coming together. You know, I ended up 
<laughs> being able to put my mom on a record and um, having her in the studio was was amazing. One of the highlights of my career thus far, man. Um, just watching her learn what I do on a on a daily basis is it was really cool. Um, and then my design team is fantastic. So you know my guy JG, he uh, he designed all the album artwork. Okay. Um, the merchandise was put together. Actually, the producer of the album, my best friend Tino, he actually did the the title logo that's on all of uh, all of the merchandise and stuff. Um, but then my I got a t-shirt designer as well, so he um, puts together you know all the merch packages and stuff like that. And then um, my guy Jr. Non Flyer, he does all my my trailer video footage and stuff like that. So I keep all my money circulating around. Nice. My team there, you know what I'm saying? That's Make smart. That's, that's what you got to do, man. You got to keep it keep it in the family or keep it in, in the circle. Right. Keep that money in the circle. I like it. Keep that in rotation. Right. And, I'm you know, sure. everyone's so, making money. Yeah. So, you know, just just making sure that uh, that they're taken care of, that they, you know, they know that I'm, I appreciate their hard work because they, they put in some work with me. Like, over the past two years, I've been really anal about um, – how things should be done or how it should look in specific details and not once did they man damn man can you cut us a break like <laughs> they never once you know what i'm saying they just they rolled with it they believed in me and they believed in what i was trying to do and before you know it man like here we are you, know yeah, you got a good team man you had a good, yeah. good team around you i'm fortunate man because a lot of people don't don't have that yeah so all right, so that's what's up. Good team around you, helped you package in, you know, advertising and stuff like that. So how, what would you tell the up-and-coming lyricist, rapper, artist coming up that, you know, wants to be where you're at right now? What would you tell them going moving forward? Um, the biggest thing I can tell any artist is to not give up, man. Like, it's going to be way too many roadblocks when you first start, especially if you don't know or don't got no mentors or nobody around you. So, like, my advice is really specifically driven to people who didn't know it was okay to just be themselves. They figure, like, oh, well, this is selling, so I'm going to go try to look like this image or I'm going to go, nah, man there's a market for everything, literally everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm getting to where I'm at and I rap about fucking anime all day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, you never would have thought I was literally on the phone with my father. Like, like pop, did, did you think me watching Dragon Ball Z religiously was going to get me here? He was like, no, I could have never, <laughs> never imagined. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you just, you really can't give up. Like I've been at this for a while. You can't get discouraged. You can't even, don't even let your age factor into your doubts and fears. Yeah. Cause I went through that. Like I'm, um, I just turned 31 in July mm. and I've been at this shit since I was like 15, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I started to climb the ranks, but you know, you get older and you're hearing, Oh, you're getting old. You're too old for that. You, you, you know, you a 30 year old, you ain't got this established, you know, different little things. Like people are going to throw shots at you. Yeah. You got to have thick skin. You got to, you got to have a vision. No matter if you're the only person that sees it, it don't even matter. But you're going to eventually you'll make other people see it. If you commit to it, it's like, damn, you've been doing this shit for how long? 
it's finally paying off, huh? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you really got to just stay the course. Um, do your research. Research where you want to go. Research where those fans are. Um, spend more Spend more of your money on marketing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Spend a lot of a lot more money in your budget. Like, if you're trying to put a budget together to make a project successful, put the bulk of that dollar in the advertisement and shit like that. Now, I was fortunate enough to, like I said, my best friend is my engineer and my producer and a lot of different things like that. So I don't really have studio costs like some rappers do. But still, even if I did, the bulk of my money would still be in my advertising yeah. and my marketing and promotion because... We in a digital age right now where shit, you pay the right amount of money, somebody will do all the work for you. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? It's really like, and don't have no excuses. That's another big thing as far as advice is like, don't nobody owe you shit, man. You just got to work. You know what I mean? I don't care how talented you are. Me rapping good does not make me entitled to you liking me or giving me money or supporting me or listening. I'm not entitled to that. I have to earn it. You know what I'm saying? So earn your fans' respect and your love, and you'll be good. All right, man. I like that. I definitely like that. So um, while you was making this, any of the tracks um, of the songs mean anything to you? Or it was like a personal track? or You know how you wanted to, like, to tell a story? Is right. any of those tracks that you um, released in the album, like, meaningful, <laughs> like, really meaningful? Um. Well, here's where I'd be cliche and say all of them do. <laughs> but at the same time, like if I had to pull some things like like the song with my mom, Theodore, um, it's a it's a flashback slash nightmare sequence in the story that brings it back to when I was a, a kid in my room, terrified that like a monster was gonna kill me or I was seeing demons and different mm-hmm. things like that. And my mom wouldn't believe me, like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like, Ma, why, like, please don't leave me in here. Like, I yeah. might not, you know what I'm saying? I might not make it out alive. Like, please don't don't leave me. Um, and I had this teddy bear named Theodore that she gave me when I was born. And so basically, um, not too long ago, I really, like, I found out that the bear belonged to her before she gave it to me. Oh, so okay. I started putting together this story of how teddy bears get passed down through generations to protect kids from monsters at night. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I blended my real life with a fantasy twist and just having my mom in there with me reliving some of these memories um, through the music would probably be the most touching, um, the most uh, sentimental valued song on the album. And then um, the very last song, Take My Hand, it's just a big record in general, um, which is pretty much like uh, a sample. We sampled My Hero Academia for it. And basically, um, the song is me giving one for all to whoever listens to the song. Okay. So basically, that's the, the gist of the song. It's like I said, it's such a big, uplifting record. And that's why I wanted to make that the, the ending song for the album, because by the time you finish listening, I want you to feel like you took away something, like you gained something, you've been empowered, you're ready to go take on the world after you get done listening to it. And that's important because we're in a time where, you know, depression and, 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 and mental health is at stake. And, mental health you know, is really big. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of stuff going on. So if I'm going to give you some music that you got to sit in your house and be quarantined to, it better be, it better be something that's going to 
gonna feed your soul and get you to, you know what I'm saying, not be depressed. And that's the reason why that song is so huge. So if I had to pick two songs of the album, really, that, that hit home for me, and that is important that I want to give to other people would be those two. All right, I like that, I like that. Very creative, man. So that's a lot really interesting uh, and makes me want to definitely cop that that album definitely just to just there listen to those Thank yeah you. just just for those two songs because the way you talked about it, it just is really uh intriguing um but wow man that's crazy so, thank you man like i can't wait to get your feedback after you like oh really of course of course i definitely yeah. hit you up um but we can move on to um so we can move on to a couple of personal questions not not okay. personal but like People want to, you know, know, like, other things about you. So, for anime, I'm assuming I know the answer, but I have to ask anyways. Okay. Who's your favorite anime character? Or you can say, what's your favorite anime show? If you don't have a favorite character. Oh, I bet you, you, you have to guess this. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Goku's always been my guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the crazy thing, I think what's dope about what I do with a lot of my music, um, it's not that I'm trying to embody a character, but that some of these characters have parallels to my actual life. Mm. So, um, like, I lost my grandfather when I was a child, when I was, like, four. Yeah. Oku did, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a lot of different parallels. Um, his, his relentless nature to... To never give up in a in a in a situation that's literally me all the time. Um, I eat too much damn food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> um, and sometimes, like, even when I was younger, I was like really naive and gullible and stuff like that or whatever. Like, I could relate to Goku in some of the ways. So it was like, damn, I've been dingy like that before in my life. <laughs> and um, and then like how how Goku used to be written back in the day, like back when um, the whole Hope of the Universe dub and shit was happening and shit. Yeah. Like, Goku really was like a champion for other people and not just some fight-thirsty dum-dum, like, you know what I'm saying? Like they like he is now. But, um, so in those times, I always just was like, I wanted to be a champion for other people that couldn't fight for themselves. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's the reason why, like, I really rocked with Goku. is like, he was pure at heart, um, he was like uncorruptible for real, like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Um, I don't know if that could be credited to him being a dummy at sometimes, but <laughs> he was uncorruptible in a way that like he was so good naturally that you couldn't, you know what I'm saying. The evilest people that tried to manipulate him and stuff like that, and he might have been a little naive, but when it caught on, he was whooping that ass. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, he was putting in that work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's why. That's why I've always, like, connected with Goku. And the fact that that was my gateway anime to other stuff. Yeah. All right, cool. I rock with Gohan, though. Well, teen Gohan. When there he, we go. When he, when he, when he grew up, it, I was a little like, come on, man. Why y'all do that to that man? Right. I don't know. So, it'll be – it's a hard question, but I try to ask everybody – um, okay. that comes on the show. What's a crazy but true fact about you? <laughs> crazy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I don't know if this is necessarily crazy, but it's probably a fact people don't know about me. I used to sing in a boy choir. 
<laughs> and we actually used to travel around. Um, uh, the biggest stages I've done with the with the Cleveland Boy Choir was uh, what, you, what used to be called Gund Arena, but would probably be uh, the Quicken Loans Arena or the, the Rocket Mortgage Arena where the Cavaliers play. Um, okay. And Jacobs Field, the, or Progressive Field, now the Indians uh, baseball field. Did that when I was a kid, like you know what I'm saying. Um, sung the national anthem before a home game. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, so you know I've been I've been rocking stages in front of people a long time. Cause I was about I was about nine or ten when I was in the Cleveland Boy Choir. Wow. So so you've yeah, been so at this you've been at this a long time. Yeah, man. <laughs> but that's what's up, though. That's what's up. So um, I don't know if you have any samples or if you want to drop a freestyle but you know this is a time if you want to you know freestyle or if you have like a sample to put on there you know have the listeners listen to real quick okay oh, let me see what i want to do one time oh, <laughs> oh, no. um all right i'm gonna hit him with this though like Hi, my name is Eight Nice Demeanor, but my bar's aggressive. Can never rest because niggas sleeping like a narcoleptic. They laugh at nerds, but never see the world from our perspective. Been getting dogs since Ventura was a pet detective. My pet peeves been bugging and get fleas. You don't treat them pets smart? Them fuckers are just breed. People love to follow those who will just leave. So put your talent like a vacuum, plug it, and suck seed bars. <laughs> Remember bras driving hard bargains? Shoot your shot, miss, cause pussy was a hard target. Most of us found porn, that's how I got started. You fell in love with your hands, son, not Scarlet. <laughs> a little laughter just to keep them crying. But never think low self-esteem will lead to people dying. That's why I'm living, just to give them shit to get inspired. Little homie, hold on, I know you getting tired. Cause it's hard when you're young and nerdy Your whole outlook shaped by those who done you dirty You gon' hold a lot of grudges by the time you're 30 But you better let it go, your foes is never worthy It's just some experience I got in the game I travel my own road, they are not in my lane Nerds rule, nigga, what can I say? I get it poppin', you can call me the most popular lane It's easy Ooh, nice, I like it I like it So, um, can you tell the people how they can find you? Yeah, man. Um, on all social media platforms, it's crazy at the great. That's crazy. The number eight, T-H-E, great. It's really only one of me. You can't get another. Um, all you have to do is just look. When you type my name in, that smiley face logo will pop up. And mute um, SoundCloud, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, AudioMag, MySpace, <laughs> wherever you wherever you want to look. You can find me under that same name. I didn't want to confuse people, so it's only one of me. All right, cool. And what's the name of the album? The album is called it's the Animated EP. Okay, and it dropped yesterday. Yeah, it dropped yesterday, August 8th, which is also a play on the number eight. So um, Animated, spelled with an eight, by Crazy Eight, has eight tracks on the eighth month on the eighth day. <laughs> Ooh, okay then okay <laughs> you put real a lot of thought into it i like it i like oh it. yeah definitely. <laughs> definitely all right cool so before we wrap it up um do you wanna you don't have to but any last words telling the audience like anything advice on like how to deal with like a record label or style of writing or anything any last words um in closing man I just want to say thank you for having me on this platform. I really appreciate you. 
Um, I've come a long way from people not wanting to talk to me to, you know, being able to talk to really awesome people like yourself. So of course, first of man. all, I got to say thank you. Much no problem, respect, man. much love to you and your platform. Um, and to anybody watching, if you give me the time and you press play on a song, I promise I'll touch your heart in a way that you probably haven't had done in music in a long time. Um, it's from a genuine place. It's really sincere. It's two years of hard work. Please give that a listen. Um, and any any follows, any purchases of merch, any anything of that nature helps me get to another level that I can take care of me and mine. So mm. thank you all again for just kicking it with, you, with my nerdy ass for a couple of minutes hey. you know, and, and getting to know me a bit. Um, and to any up-and-coming artists, any up-and-coming nerd artists, nerdcore artists, anybody, black nerds, hey. black nerd artists, we out here. I'm here for you. <laughs> Look me up on, on all social media platforms if you want advice, if you want to get make some connections, meet some people. Um, if you want to collab, if you want to do whatever, I'm here for you guys because I didn't have that coming up when I was trying to make a name for myself. I didn't have nobody. So I want to be that for you guys. So just just look me up, Chris. You had the grace, send me a DM, an inbox or something. I'll get to you as soon as possible. And let's, you know, welcome to the fam. Hey, that's what's up. I like it, man. I like it. Old Crazy Eight the Great, I appreciate you taking the time to come on here, chop it up with me, freestyling, man. I appreciate that, man. And um, I thank you for all the, you know, time you, you know, took out and come on here. And all right, listeners, this is Brothers After Dark, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Peace.